This is the Rich Eisen Show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I've said it like five times. I don't see Bill Belichick, you know, uh, letting Mac Jones really control the situation. Today's guests, CEO of All Elite Wrestling, Tony Khan, NBC Sports broadcaster, Mike Tirico, University of Colorado head coach, Deion Sanders, from ABC's Big Sky Deadly Trails, actor Rex Lynn, and now... It's Rich Oh, Eisen. man, do we have a big show for you today? That's a rhetorical question. <laughs> it's a rhetorical question. Answer's yes, I answered it anyway. Oh, good job. We got a big show for you today. Hey! Do we ever. We have a big show today? We... I mean, it's not raining. It's not? Uh, correct? Can hallelujah. confirm? The big show's confirm? coming with Tony Khan? Oh, by the way, I can, yeah, Tony Khan's making his way here. AEW's at the, uh, the forum. Nice. Yeah. Showtime tonight. Love it. And uh, two things that we're going to get uh, out of talking to Tony Khan. Uh, energy, that's number one. Uh, and two, uh, tickets for TJ to go to tonight's uh, AEW affair. Up. Let's go. Uh, AEW Dynamite, live tonight. Um, so Because uh, it's Wednesday, and you know what that means. Light the candle. I come to you first. We're going to get you tickets. We're going to get you hooked. I just lit it. We're going to get you hooked. What do we I have here? Go with TJ. We, have we have mahogany teakwood today. Man. Okay, very good. Are you going tonight, Mike? I want to go with TJ. Oh, breaking news. Oh! <laughs> breaking news. Get Ray the driver on uh, on board. So TJ doesn't want to go to the game with you, but you want to go to AEW with, with TJ. Chris yeah. Brockman and DJ Mikey <laughs> yeah. D's and D's nuts are I'm there. Not, I'm not going. I'm staying Deion <laughs> Sanders is going to be calling in. Mike Tarico's calling in. Whoa. This is great. Like this last week I had show. Fowler. This week what I got Tarico. It's kind of like those, the, the, it's kind of funny. I think of when I, when I, I think of Tariko and I think of Fowler. Like this is I, your I, life. I, but I also think of the answer uh, from uh, the, the, um, from uh, Cheers. Why am I blanking on uh, uh, Cliff oh, Clavin? Who, who, are, who are three people who have never been, been in, in my, my kitchen? kitchen. <laughs> who, who are two people who have been in my wedding? Like oh, it's hey. literally true. Long way to go for that joke. We, we got, got there though. Got there. Uh, Rex Lynn's here. Oh, oh baby. right, that's the man. Oh, baby. From CSI yeah. Miami fame, by the way, Better Call Saul fame, uh, Big Sky Deadly Trails airing tonight every Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern on ABC. You can stream it on Hulu, Hulu. which means, by the way, you can see it here on Roku. Perfect. You know what I'm saying? I'm weaving it all together. It's like a tapestry. Fired <laughs> up. Let's go. I got my power rankings, final power rankings oh, going baby. into the playoffs. I need some Stallone stories from Rex Lynn about Cliffhanger. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. I forgot that he was in it. I watched it last week. I'm like, oh. If there's one thing that Rex Lynn has, it's stories. <laughs> yes. And uh, he's one of he's he's a great talker. He's a diehard Longhorn fan. He might go Arch Manning for Arch Manning card uh, trading card for trading card with you, okay, TJ. I got him right over here. Okay. In this very cup. good. Uh, so we're 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 all fired up. But Tony Khan is about to join us in studio. The CEO, GM, and head of creative for AEW. He's, as we all know, associated with the Jacksonville Jaguars who are hosting the Los Angeles Chargers this weekend. He's busy. One of, He's by the busy. way, two super wild super. card games uh, that are going to be quarterback to by quarterbacks playing in their first postseason games. Um, we got uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence v. Justin Herbert. Mm -hmm. And then you got Brock Purdy v. Geno Smith in the first game of super, super. wild card weekend. 
Mike Del Tufo furiously looking for the wily coyote, the wily coyote <laughs> drop that we had him cut many years ago. It. I wasn't going to hit it. Until you were. <laughs> That's what she said. So, so what? Wild card weekend coming up. <laughs> wow. Um, so there, there's a, a, another potentially two uh, new first time starting quarterbacks. One for sure. Another one. We'll see. Mike McDaniel just announced moments ago before going on the air, Tua Tungo-Vailoa will not start. He has been ruled out of this playoff game. And if Tua can't go three weeks after suffering his third concussion of the year or second serious concussion of the year or second concussion of the year in which he finished the game uh, concussed and, you know, he finished the game against the Packers on Christmas Day. And after the game and the day after the game started showing symptoms of a concussion, you got to wonder if Tua is going to be playing um, anytime soon. And by soon, I mean 2023. I know there's a long time to go between now and then, but this is some serious business with Tua. Skylar Thompson's going to go for the Miami Dolphins against the Buffalo Bills. And I proffer to say this, you never say never. You can never say never in this league. As I mentioned, Brock Purdy has a chance to win the Super Bowl, to go from the last pick in the draft to the Super Bowl. And I know circumstances are completely different. Teams, coaches, what have you. Experience. Brock Purdy is more experienced than Skylar Thompson. Yeah, that's a fact. Okay? True. And um, the way that he's operating the offense isn't in the same galaxy of what Skylar Thompson has shown in his starts. The Jets have a terrific defense, but that 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 guy couldn't really uh, put too many drives together. And it sure looks like if the Buffalo Bills and their fans are saying, well, it's too bad that we didn't have a shot at the one seed. And DeMar Hamlin, by the way, released from the hospital yeah. earlier this morning as well. Great news there. This is uh, Bills at home against the Dolphins team, bringing that offense in, the one that, that could barely beat the Jets. Um, I, I proffer to say you're going to see the Buffalo Bills hosting a uh, a playoff game, divisional playoff weekend, and you could uh, maybe print those tickets, keep in your back pocket. An unfortunate development for the Miami Dolphins. We'll see how Skylar Thompson could do. One never knows. But that's going to be kickoff on Sunday. Now then, you know, I did my best to... Not bury the Dolphins, but that is some pretty bad news. But even yeah. more disturbing news about Tua Tungo-Vailoa. Christmas Day, suffers a concussion, don't realize it till the next day, and here we are going to be, let me get the date proper, 15 days into the new year, and he's still not cleared to play. So that'll be something to have a conversation about throughout the rest of the offseason is what happened to Tua, why couldn't he go, and should he keep playing football? Period. End of story. And then there's the uh, question about the Baltimore Ravens. Mike Tirico, again, top of hour number two. He's calling the Ravens at Bengals on Sunday night of Super Wild Card Weekend. And we've been waiting for Lamar. Waiting on Lamar. That's a new play coming out of uh, <laughs> off, off, off Broadway in uh, in the uh, in the Haba. In, in Baltimore, <laughs> waiting on Lamar. That's what we're doing. 
And the news out of Baltimore seemed to be going in the right direction. And this is all we're doing. We're, we're just waiting on the news. But the news that came out today from my colleagues at the NFL Media Group, Mike Garofolo reporting along with Ian Rappaport on Good Morning Football this very morning on NFL Network. Lamar, quote unquote, faces an uphill battle to play Sunday night. Ian saying the knee is still not quite right. In this day and age, when you can't explain anything, you go conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy and craziness fills the void. We see it all over our country. We see it all over the media. We see it all over the world. And in the sports world, we've been doing this for quite some time. Craziness, conspiracy fills the void. And when somebody doesn't sign a long-term contract with a team because they feel the team has not offered fair enough terms for them to actually sign on the dotted line and this sort of stuff happens, you think, first thing, he's not playing because he's pissed he didn't get a contract that he wanted back in training camp. And I will say this to those folks. You're hearing nothing of the sort coming out of Baltimore and you can never ascribe anything that you consider conventional or typical or even conspiratorial to Lamar Jackson. He is just one of one. When we say one of one, a unicorn, he truly is a unicorn. Not just with his play, but with his personality. I don't know. And if his knee's not right, then it's gone further south than Week 15. We just talked about how things changed with Tua from week 17, Christmas weekend. We just talked about that. Or week 16, right? Week 15, I'll tell you what, guys. I was in Cleveland in a meeting room with John Harbaugh telling us that Lamar could have played that weekend if he braced it up. But he doesn't want to wear a brace. It doesn't make sense to make him wear a brace. That's not the way he plays football. So they decided to just give him the week off and they feel really confident that they could get him back the next week. That was week 15. It's now week 19 and he's facing an uphill battle. So something has happened in his rehab. Something has happened with his knee that the Ravens didn't suspect or were concerned about back in week 15 and I know you could sit here and say that's sounds conspiratorial because something's got to be up I hear nothing nobody is saying at all about Lamar doing this because he doesn't like the contract and that also doesn't sound like his brand the Ravens love Lamar Jackson they do any time in this league you hear something in a meeting or you hear something in the media sometimes you can get that person off to the side or anybody in the organization off to the side and anybody who has an axe to grind and there's a lot of axe grinders in the nfl off to the side and they'll be like yeah you're right something's up with this kid something's up with this relationship it's terrible and they'll the knives will be out it never happens with anybody associated with Lamar and this team with Lamar. Never. Then why hasn't he signed and why isn't he playing? I don't know 
other than the fact that he is a unicorn and one of one and beats to his own drum and there's nobody like him. And here's a perfect example. In this meeting, Kurt Warner, who was doing the game with me, asks John Harbaugh, hey, I'm watching film of Lamar. And sometimes he will make a read. I can't believe he's seen it. Like, it's insane. Pre-snap, it's covered up. Post-snap, he's running in the other direction. And, you know, he makes this incredible read. He finds this guy that I don't think he, anybody could find. He found him. He goes, do you sometimes sit there and wonder the same thing, John? And Harbaugh tells a story about exactly a moment like this where he makes an incredible read, incredible play, comes off the field, potentially after a touchdown. He'll go up to Lamar. How did you see that? And he says, just playing ball, coach. And then Harbaugh says, another day, another play, could be same game, could be another day, another week, two weeks later, three weeks later. Lamar will make a play kind of the opposite of it where he makes a throw he shouldn't have. And he asks him, like, why'd you do it? And he says to him, just playing ball, coach. Same answer. Hmm. He's just playing ball. He's just being Lamar. And they adore him. But deep down, you've got to wonder if his lack of availability... Will rankle if he doesn't answer the bell this weekend. And Tyler Huntley adds his name to the list of, as it appears, seven quarterbacks about to make their first career start on this super wild card weekend and goes into the jungle with Joe Burrow trying to officially begin, not trying to, he will officially begin his AFC title defense this very weekend on Sunday night for the whole country. And if they win, they're going to Buffalo. Oh, boy. And so... Um, I mean, both of those games could get ugly. I mean, not Georgia TCU ugly, but... I don't think anybody can get that ugly, but yes. I, you I, know I, what I mean? It, it, certainly when you're dealing with Allen and Burrow... Yeah. And Skylar Thompson and Tyler Huntley mm-hmm. making their first career starts. So, all I'm saying is this. I hope Lamar starts because, it, like I said a few weeks ago, it's a different team, a different story, a different game, a different sense. But this is something that despite hearing – when I say they love him, they love him and will always lace their comments with how much they love him. But if he's not available this weekend, what does that mean for the conversations this spring? And in that regard, I just offer this. I would like to think that NFL Network and management there and 345 Park Avenue appreciates my work and would say the same thing about me if a microphone was in front of them. They, they love me. Um, but this weekend, super wild card weekend and the following weekends or the combine or the draft, if I'm not consistently available, if I don't finish the season two years in a row for them because of something that happens to me or I couldn't get through or couldn't get past, even though it's no fault of my own, but it could be based on my way of doing my job or way of putting myself on the line that I might, might be more dangerous than other people who could do my job. I'm trying to, as you could see, make the analogy here. Then contract times come up. Do you think my agent would hear about it? 
The only difference between me and Lamar, a couple of them, he's definitely more physically gifted than me, and I definitely would not have my mother represent me. Could you imagine Evelyn Eisen in a in a in a? Um, <laughs> Stop. I'm trying to at the right now. Let's take a break. Tony Khan's coming out here on the Rich Eisen Show. We'll talk about the Jaguars making the playoffs. We'll talk about AEW. Fulham FC is and fuego, to use the phrase of our buddy Dan Patrick. Mike Tirico and Deion Sanders also still to come. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, powered by Granger, with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. A big night. What a what a what a week it's been in Inglewood. We had the national championship game on Monday night in SoFi, and right next door, live tonight from the Kia Forum in Los Angeles at eight Eastern time on TBS is AEW Dynamite. And here to talk about that and so much more is, in fact, the CEO, GM, and head of creative of AEW, as well as the chief football strategy officer of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wait a minute. The general manager is sporting director of Fulham FC, which is on fire. Joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show is Tony 
Khan. Good to see you, Tony. Great to see you, Rich. Thanks for having me. It's awesome to see you whenever I can, but uh, this is the first time I've been able to see you in front of cameras. And it's true. Uh, you're, I love your show. And Thanks, it's brother. an honor to be able to talk about AEW and the Jags in Fulham, but we have this huge show tonight on TBS, so I appreciate you having me on of course. before I go to the forum for the big night. So let's before we, 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 we dive in about tonight specific, let's talk about AEW in particular, because I, I interviewed your dad in London, as a matter of fact, on NFL Network a few years ago and asked him about AEW, and I got the sense that you had to twist his arm a little bit. Um, that he wasn't into, like, why are we taking on WWE? Like, why are we doing, like, is it possible to do that? What, what, what gave you this light bulb over your head to go ahead and create AEW? Well, Tony? there were a number of factors. I thought for years there should be competition in pro wrestling, and I felt like uh, there was an opportunity with the TV space yes. that, given what was happening with TV rights, to launch a new wrestling company, uh, there would be a lot of interest. And frankly, there were a lot of wrestlers in 2019 that were going to be available to launch a wrestling company with chris jericho is a huge name yes, he and he was a free agent and so in 2018 i started having really serious conversations with chris jericho mm-hmm. and there was this great group of wrestlers wrestling for ring of honor uh that i began speaking to uh at the time the young bucks cody rhodes hangman page a number of others and together we got a wrestling company going and in 2019 there was really as i predicted big demand for the television and we ended up with this great show wednesday night dynamite on tbs every yes. week and now we have a second show friday night rampage on tnt which is great so um and uh it's amazing how quickly it's grown but my dad actually uh you're correct he did, was not a believer in it at first. My sense was uh, <laughs> I picked up what he was putting down, huh? Yeah, you did. Pretty much. Now, did you ever get a message from Stanford, Connecticut, home of the World Wrestling uh, Entertainment and Federation, whatever you want to call them? Did you ever get a message from them, don't try this? Don't, don't no. Think twice? No, not like that. No, I, not, I think uh, the competition's been really good for the sport. And okay. I think for wrestling fans, we've seen... There's more people watching wrestling than there were, and it's great. There's a bigger audience for everybody. It's a bigger pie, and I think AEW has really done some of the best shows in all of wrestling. We built these big franchises. Right. We have pay-per-views. We've had Double or Nothing, which we started in Las Vegas, and it's become a great tradition. Now it's at T-Mobile Arena. It started at MGM Grand in 2019. Uh, and then we've got All Out around Chicago area, Labor Day weekend. Uh, full gear, we just had a really huge event at Prudential Center where the Devils play. You got AEW Revolution on March the 5th at Chase Center, the fourth iteration That's of, it. of and AEW then Revolution. Coming around, and we have these four big quarterly events. We also launched a fifth big event on mm-hmm. pay-per-view, Forbidden Door, which is a partnership between AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Right. So we've partnered with companies a lot. Um, so it's really interesting what's happening out there in the marketplace of wrestling right now, but certainly AEW, uh, one of the leaders in the sport. It's un- it's really unbelievable because I-, I remember who did we have here uh, at the outset of AEW's creation? Chris uh, Jericho, Cody. We, well, we had and Cody Rhodes. Cody. We had both of them, yeah, yeah. but didn't we? Didn't we have? We had. Uh, I'm forgetting. We had um, somebody else who. Uh, when when he appeared on AEW, like WWE said, yeah, you can't you can't come here now. Was it Kevin Smith? Wasn't it? Wasn't oh, it? Him? Oh, that's yeah, great. he was on the initial episode. It was yeah. Kevin. Wasn't that Kevin yeah, it was Smith? Kevin Smith. He was with Jericho. They came in and did it. Yeah, they did it together. Yeah, right. Yeah, 
And so, I mean, you you have definitely, Tony, overcome quite a bit to grow this thing. There's no question about it. Where where does it go from here? Where, well, what's the future of it, it do you think? It's here? funny. I think we can go uh, to where, first of all, we've got something special. You know, doing a show every week, you know firsthand, like, what it is to do daily, weekly shows. And that we built something special. Now we have this audience where... It's appointment viewing for so many people around the world. Wednesday nights for Dynamite, now on TBS here in America, but it's also on all over the world. Uh, you know, we're the worldwide leader in a number of markets. Like, for example, in England, we have the biggest TV audience by far because uh, AEW on ITV. We have this great audience and yeah. a great partnership. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, we have great audience in Canada on TSN and different places all over. But certainly here in America, you know, it's it, the way the opportunity, I think you'd appreciate this because I've known socially, I ran into you uh, first, I told you I was a big fan when my dad bought the Jaguars yeah. probably almost 12 years ago. And, you know, it's funny, I was at a party and at the time, uh, my friend Ke Kevin Riley was yes. the president of TBS and TNT. Right. And basically in 2018, I went up to him and said, hey, Kev, I have this idea. Uh, I was going to ask, are you looking at TV rights right now? And he was. And he thought wrestling TV rights was really interesting. And the idea of starting a wrestling company, I pitched to him at a cocktail party in April 2018. And that's kind of how this all got started. Very close out here in L.A. I love it. So, uh, so I and again, I don't want to uh, create anything, uh, but just to get an idea of the father-son relationship. Uh, have you said the four words, uh, or are you comfortable feeling saying the four words to your dad? I told you so. Have you have you said those four words? <laughs> not, at, I mean, not in so many words. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just say it for you? I mean, no, I, I think he trouble? said it for himself. What's amazing is I don't. Right. There'd be no need to do that because my dad actually in Forbes, no less. Ah. And in other places, multiple major media outlets has gone out and said he sees now it was a great idea and he was wrong. And, and one of the outlets, he actually said, this is a great lesson in parenting. This is why sometimes <laughs> you should trust your kids. And so that's great. I thought. I love that. My, my kids are still not getting their iPad tonight if they don't do their homework. I'll tell them right now if they're out there watching. But uh, I, I do. I do love this story. It's amazing. And again, AEW Dynamite live tonight from the Kia Forum in Los Angeles. 8 Eastern on TBS. Tony Khan, the CEO, GM, and head of creative of AEW here on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's now put on the hat of the chief football strategy officer of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tony, what was that Saturday night game like? What an amazing night. It was one of the greatest nights of my life. And it was what a special day it was. It was like the perfect day. Yes. And, and uh, I was so happy for everybody uh, associated with the Jags, the fans who waited so long to have a game like that. And to have that kind of big primetime winner-take-all game, I think, you know, we've been waiting for that in Jacksonville. And so the support of the fans was unprecedented. But also everybody uh, in the community rallied around the players who deserved it. I mean, there's people that have been with the team for a long time mm -hmm. that have seen a lot, that have, you know, been through a lot. And I was so happy for all of them. But also really happy uh, for the coaching staff that have come in. Some people that have been here th and, and been here through a lot, but also D Doug Peterson and what he's done. I just think Doug Peterson has performed uh, a miracle. He's come in and done an amazing job and rallied the locker room. And from where we were at two and six, three and seven, his confidence never wavered. I was there every step of the way, every uh, game, at, every, you know, with him before he addressed the team. And yes. he 
I never stopped believing. He said when we were two and six, three and seven, and I never stopped believing. And in part because Doug never stopped believing, we were two and six, three and seven. Doug always said this is going to come down to the week last 18, week. Eighteen, he said he it's going to come down to week eighteen. He always said it's going to come down to week eighteen. He we never wavered, and and, and then that's it happened. What it's what it did, and it came down that way. And 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 again, I know it's 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 definitely the, a turning point. Everybody keeps pointing to was the London game. The game in London, uh, and I know that's also significant for for you know your family as well in London in Wembley, and that he threw those interceptions and took it upon himself to say I don't want to feel that way again. And damn, was he really putting his his money where his mouth is right there? What what is what is what's your uh, you got a good Trevor Lawrence story where you realize you got this whole thing right? I mean, you probably knew it from Jump Street, but you got a good Trevor Lawrence story. Oh, Tony Trevor Park? Lawrence is amazing. Uh, I mean, I think Trevor Lawrence, a great story about Trevor Lawrence. I mean, first of all, uh, there were games this season earlier when we were two and six, three and seven along the way where Trevor Lawrence really, for the first time, I saw like coming up in the locker room and telling people that wasn't acceptable. And I would say those words. There was one time he did. And he and and I think that helped. And I think it was a very positive thing. Because yeah. it, it like you've seen the way the team's gone, and he's taken it upon himself, and he's performed, he, he's led, but also everybody stepped up. It's been a team effort, and these have been team wins. And from Doug, the whole coaching staff, everybody stepped up, and at some point, everybody's been accountable and really worked really hard. And I, I and you know, this is my eleventh season working at the Jaguars, and I've never seen a leader like Doug and we have great things like we you know it's so great to have mm-hmm. a quarterback people can believe in somebody reliable like Trevor who's been so great and you know I, I'm a statistician and when you look at mm. the level of statistical improvement that Trevor's had it's unprecedented it really is are it's you fun. a walking next gen stat is that what you're saying <laughs> well, Tom? I, I mean well, you know I am on uh, uh, some of the NFL committees where we do uh you know, analyze the next gen stats. I also own True Media Networks. So. I'm sorry if I didn't if I if I mentioned a competitor. No, My not bad. part of. Uh, okay. You know, this is we actually right. work together. So True Media Networks actually we uh, work with the NFL. We work with uh, a number of the major media outlets, and right. also 25 out of the 30 major league baseball clubs get their analytics engineering support from True Media Networks. Um, so okay, so get let's let, let's let's get into this then. Uh, so many people think. It, analytics is is taking over sports too much too much i mean baseball is the one that it's it's always a third rail subject when it comes to baseball certainly when i see pitchers taken out because it's the third time through the order and 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 gut and feel um no longer are as important commodities as the numbers what do you say to something like that well it's uh, again like as a engineering and service provider i can't speak to that because i think that's like for the you know that's same thing we fight in the nfl or in football in england in the premier league mm-hmm. there's a balance between analytics and decision making from the heart and i think it's great and that's the balance you have to find and honestly uh, I love the coaches of the Jaguars in Fulham, and I love mm-hmm. working in the front office. I love, you know, Trent Balky is the general manager, and myself working in that sporting mm-hmm. director, general manager capacity at Fulham. I think it's great to have that in the front office when you're looking at signing players, and also then the most important thing: players going out on the field in the NFL or going out in the pitch in the Premier League yes. and performing at that level. That's 
human beings and statistical analysis is only a part of it, but it's an important part of it. That's why I use it for both sports. And then to have coaches like Doug Peterson at the Jaguars and Marco Silva at Fulham yes. who want to work with this and, uh, and understand it, and then they, they go t- out and do the human side. Are That's, they just telling you that, though, Tony? It's the best balance. Doug is known for being, like, for just for an example, because yeah. I know you probably, I, I think you and the listeners probably follow the NFL a little more than the Premier <laughs> League, but, the, yes. but, but with the NFL, Doug is known for being a really aggressive fourth down, two-point conversion guy. Every he, fan knows that. So, so do you... Do you like, give me a for instance uh, of what you might do before this game against the Chargers. I, I mean, not, not to have you sure. uh, tell anything that. You, what are you willing to share? I guess then that 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 before the this huge game in Duval County, that you as the Jaguars' financial strategy chief financial strategy officer will tell him. Well, I'm mean, I do, I do the do football do? strategy actually. Okay. So the, the so strategy. so it's like, but the, the financial side would be. I'm like, sorry, I said financial. I mean, chief football strategy officer. Yeah, my bad. yeah. Um, so uh, now it would be, um, you know, to be fair, like what I've done over the years. Yes. I started out and I would be in the football office like 80 plus hours a week. And now, because originally when I started working at Fulham, started outsourcing some of my work that I would yes. do as far as the analytics on the weekly opponent or yeah. the the team, the self-scout or free agency, some of that stuff. I'm still doing a good amount of the work in the office. And also I have a laptop I bring on the road, like it's out in the car, out in the parking lot here. And I take it everywhere I go. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I'm at the wrestling show and I have my NFL laptop ready to go while I'm writing uh, the match card, laying out who's going to wrestle who on the big (laughs) match. And I also have my NFL laptop. I might have the coach of Fulham calling to talk about players. So you have to be ready to multitask just like as a parent. You have multiple kids. You got multiple responsibilities and you love everything you're doing. So for me, um, I really do think... uh, you know, stats are a part of the decision-making of process, right. but you want to have a balance, but it's great to have a coach that gets that. So like Doug right. is known for reading these reports. So it's like, you know, you, you'd want, you don't want to spend all those hours, whether it's me doing the 80 hours or now we divvy it up. Yes. And Doug brought a great staff with him. That's part of it. Doug brought people that really have done a lot of analytics work. And in Philadelphia, we're doing a lot of this. Right. And great people now that are part of the Jaguars organization that I work with. Um, that I really like. Ryan Pagnetti is somebody that I work with, and we have Zach Beisline, who's been at the Jaguars, who does a great job, and a great department there, and and, and a great analytics department on the business side that chips in and helps uh, under Ari Landsman Ruse and great people, and we all work together and uh, put together information for the coaches that they can use on the opponents, on ourselves, right. and then free agency, the draft. My big thing um, on a week like this would be putting together reports Again, on on some tendencies of an opponent or on ourselves. On the Chargers' tendencies, you know? I can help you with that. They're going to go for it on fourth down, the Chargers. Well, that's good. I I mean, mean, that's a smart thing to do sometimes. I mean, Brandon Staley is the king of that. Doug also has pretty some famous fourth down, sir. And and I do think, uh, you know, it's going to come down to... uh, At the end of the day, it's going to be a great game. uh, It's going to be lit there, man. Really excited. Yeah. You should be. And and the other thing that, that's amazing is like for the fans to have a home playoff game. Cause How amazing. I mean, truly amazing. Because, I mean, the fans, we were talking about it the other day. I mean, the fans, when you uh, might criticize the Jacksonville Jaguars or, or, hold on a minute, the worst thing is to go to commercial break 
in the draft when the Jaguars are on the clock, the disrespect that Jaguars fans, they feel they get. And it's just like, hey, we're definitely not going to do that to you the last two years when it was first on the clock. But wherever you land, I, I tell it, it's not my fault. I see it on Twitter, you know, later on that night lit up. They and and whenever we talk about them, though, the engagement that we get through the roof. Well, I appreciate through that. The roof. They're the best. And now with the teams performing well, you see the Jaguars fans when we haven't won games, when we've had the number one pick. And the seasons have been hard. They've always been there, and and they've always rallied, and they always yes. believe in the draft. I'm a big believer in the draft process. I, some of my first time seeing you run at the combine because I'm a regular at the combine, and yes. a lot of my work people ask me a lot of my opinions about players, and mm-hmm. I actually use a lot of the information from the combine because there's a lot of valuable information that can be gathered there. It's it's only one part of the process because the games are the most important thing by far. Right. The games that the college football players play. But the combine's a big part of it. Um, something I'm a like big believer in, and actually probably the most useful thing I think I do in the off season is um, I work a lot on the undrafted free agents. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of good players through the years that I've been able to dig up that didn't get drafted that I called up and signed. Uh, like Mike Hilton is a good one. Uh, Mike Hilton doesn't play for us anymore, but Mike right. Hilton's a good player in the NFL. Yes. Right now, Trey Herndon is a really uh, doing a nice job for us. That's a player that I, I called up and signed at the end of the draft. Um, uh, Corey Grant did a great job for us when we went to the AFC Championship game. Sure. He uh, was a big contributor on the team. Uh, Jared Wilson uh, is a safety who played for us for a while and had a, gra- a very nice career for us, including making plays sure. in the playoffs in 2017 and a number of players like that. So I really do enjoy that that part of it too, trying to use stats to help and then also put stuff together because having a GM like Trent Balky who has experience with analytics, like just like Doug in Philadelphia worked with analytics a lot. Yeah. Trent's done a lot of that also in uh, San Francisco. So it's great having people that believe in it and want to use it. I got a couple more questions for you, Tony Khan, on, on the, the uh, Jaguars, and it may be uh, out of you know um, your, if you will, title. Um, but uh, so much conversation, certainly with the success of the international series. And I've, I've called games. I've called games in Wembley. I've called games at Tottenham. I called a game in Munich. Fans go crazy. Absolutely nuts. You know it. You're also, as, as we mentioned, the general manager at Fulham. You know the sports world over there. Um, and the idea that the league might have teams there, just stationed there, or a division there. Do you think that that is feasible? I don't know. It's uh, not something I have studied as much. I mean, I study what we do when the Jaguars go play, but for us, we're still based in Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, been a part of the season for us, and it's become a big part of the Jaguars season, and it's become a really great thing for the Jags, I think. Um, So, you know, as far as a permanent thing, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I can only speak to the traveling I do, you know, going back to Fulham. But... It, you know, it's certainly an interesting thought. Okay. And then, um, again, I'm, I, I'm sure this is out of your title, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Who is the individual in the Jaguars organization who decided to take the pants <laughs> off of Jackson DeVille and put a thong on him? Do we, do we, what happened there? Tony? I don't know. I don't know whose uh, remit that is. I don't know how that happened, but it's a good question. Uh, I Could think do some it, analytics on that. One. Well, it's like, I think at some point, like it's like Daffy Duck, you know, didn't wear pants, but now today would Daffy Duck be wearing pants? I don't know. Maybe he'd be wearing that, that Jackson DeVille thong thing. Well, I saw again on Saturday night, Jackson DeVille was in full 
uniform uh but one day it just I, I, it caught a lot of people by surprise the tights the whole situation right there tony um Jackson DeVille is a team player. You know, at one point in the pandemic, uh, we had Jackson DeVille in the stadium stampede. Yes. And I did a wrestling match uh, and put together this amazing match that took place in the Jaguars stadium. Uh, in the peak of the pandemic, we did an empty stadium and they fought all I over through the offices. That. And it was actually pretty amazing. But Jackson DeVille uh, took a Judas effect uh, from Chris Jericho. And Chris Jericho just laid that mascot out. And it's an amazing gif uh, that gets used to this day. Uh, and that was a great moment. Okay. Very good. Appreciate it. Well, just whoever is in the organization who did that, just tell him I said hello in the same way that the thong did to the rest of the America and the world. Uh, AEW Tonight is live from the Kia Forum in Los Angeles, 8 Eastern on TBS. Uh, AEW Revolution is going to be in the home of the Warriors Chase Center on March the 5th in San Francisco. That's the fourth iteration of that. Um, TJ, you, 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 you want in tonight, right? That's the, most, that's the last order of business is TJ would, wants to be there tonight. I would love to be there. Uh, yes. Mike, Mike Del Tufo, are you in? Are you, can't go tonight. I thought it was tomorrow, so I was ready for Oh, tomorrow. I yeah, see yeah. what you're saying. Okay, he can't, can, can, can you give TJ Ray the TJ, driver? He's got his own driver in Los Angeles. His name is Ray, if you ever need one. Great. Uh, <laughs> well, that's good to know. And, so, and TJ and Ray are welcome. So I'll, if, if Ray wants to come into the show, you can come in. That's great. But TJ, you can come, and we'll get Ray a ticket, too. Appreciate uh, you, Tony. I, so it's like a, like the Kirby enthusiasm. I don't want him to have to wait in the car. We should get him a ticket, too. <laughs> Is he going to sit out there and read the freak book? What are you going to do? Can't sit out there. Read a freak book? Right. <laughs> I'd only take them to get into the pack, you know. No, the at AEW, we want people to come inside. We don't want the driver to sit out at the, the forum and read <laughs> I like the free it. Be... <laughs> Great reference, Tony. Thank you, Rich. Great oh. reference. At Tony Khan on Twitter, at Tony R. Khan on Instagram. Everybody check out AEW Dynamite live tonight. Congratulations on the raging success of Fulham FC. Congratulations on the Jaguars winning the AFC South and hosting a playoff game. May, may they go on the, the, the run that you, you hope for. Um, and congrats on the raging success that is AEW uh, as well, all elite wrestling. Thanks Thank you, Rich. I'm excited. And everybody, please check out the show tonight on TBS. Uh, we're on at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central out here in L.A. Uh, you could watch it on TBS East at 5 p.m. or you could watch the West Coast feed at 8 p.m. And uh, we're going to have a great show tonight. Rich, I'm going to get you in the ring one of these days. Okay. Um, <laughs> sure. What do you want me to What would you want me to do? Well, I mean, you're, out, you're running the combine, so I've seen the kind of athlete you are. So yes. I think you could easily run the ropes. Okay. And I think we could t teach you. And it's a very difficult thing, but uh, I, I think it would make great content. And wrestling has great engagement. AEW has oh, millions of fans. You don't need to sell me on that. I, I would be all in on it. We'll get you. Um, you know, and maybe we could we could maybe we could fold the 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 charity into it or something like that. That would be great. I would love that. And uh, we could and tie it in. I mean, and run rich run. You know, yes. that's once a year, so we could like space it out. That way, you only have to work out twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> that's a you know, it's not curb, but it's a Costanza line. That's a mic drop. You're out. Thank you. That's a good way to end it. Tony Khan, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs>
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here in the program. <laughs> Fun chat with, uh, with Tony Khan right there. So you're going? You're in? I, I believe so. And you're going? I'm not going. I can't, what do you mean I not can't, going? I can't, I can't go. I can't, I can't, you said can't, earlier you're you going. You can't go. You want to go. I said it. To, to, By the way, me, great tracksuit. This is different yeah, this look is, for uh, you. This is, uh, I'm, I'm run DMC this week. Rich Eisen Show, uh, well, co-EP you, and Chief Booker, uh, um, uh, Liz, Liz Weld came out and asked you if you're part of Run DMC this yeah, week. I'm performing at the uh, Forum. The, well, you know what this is born out of, right? No. Well, he, he's been getting some grief. Yeah, for wearing the same stuff all the time. He's been wearing Who's this, been giving him grief? No, me. Okay, he's so, been wearing the same TJ, I mean. Dallas Stars pullover for the last, like, 10 days. Oh, no, my he God. Claims, he claims he, that he's got two of them. Which I do. And I was like, okay, so take a picture of them I do side by them. side. He wouldn't show do us. Wouldn't refuse. I refuse. I don't refuse anything. Comes in today. Don't have to prove anything. Adidas tracks it. Don't prove. Next tomorrow might be changed up. Something else. TJ says it's a good look. I. I it is a good look. It's yeah. different. Adam said I'm I'm clashing. The Adam, only the issue is clashing because of clash. I'm like Adam. You've nothing to say to me. <laughs> Adidas with the Nike hat. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah, so, clash. But look, I don't Rich, care about clash. Rich, you got to crawl for you walk, right? You got to crawl for you walk. So he's getting there. Now we'll, we'll get to the point where we get all the brands to match. And yeah, then you just want me to just be a wrap. I told Tony Khan, you leave your house for nothing. No. And he was he's very uh, he was very appreciative of your patronage this evening. <laughs> you know, it's funny because someone else asked me that. They're like, wait a minute. You live 16 minutes from the forum and so far. And I'm like, yeah. And they went. You won't go to a football game. And I'm like, no. Nah. Correct. Like, but Not even a Cowboys game. go to the forum game. and go to wrestling. Exactly. I'm like, yeah. It's different. It's easier to get in and out of the forum. Getting out of SoFi is a nightmare. No, it's a nightmare. It's the same place, obviously. It's kind it's of. Weird. It's yeah. right next door. It's, 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 it's different. You go it's to the smaller forum, venue. You I drive understand. right out. Okay. So you're going. Uh, who's going to be your plus one? Who you got? Where are you going? I mean, it depends on how many I can get extra. You know, I got a, a whole oh. crew of guys that are just oh. like texting me already. I like, mean, yo. Wow. Did you at least let them know? I mean, because they're you just literally had the guy who created the whole yeah, damn I, I thing. Was, I was okay. told to, te- to call them and give them a final head count. Very good. So, yeah. And then uh, appreciate, you, appreciate you for hooking that up. And then we find out you left your house last night for a red carpet of a, a short film. film that you have 
you appeared in as an actor? Is that yeah, true? You know, I do some stuff, man. I do some stuff. Shout out to my boy, Mikey Riva. He had his uh, short film called Terry, which yes. is spelled P. Terry, like pterodactyl. Okay, got like, it. Okay. You know, a great, like, imagine like uh, an Edward Scissorhands meets a Goonie type vibe. You know, it was okay. Mikey's first. And you played what in this film? I, I played Principal Boyd. So I was Principal the Boyd. principal. Did of, you get to name your, your character? I did, I did not. Okay. I did not. How did you prepare for Principal Boyd? I, I watched a lot of old 80s uh, high school flicks just okay. to, to get the principal oh, vibe down. Sorry. Really? You know, yeah. Uh, was, was there a certain uh, uh, like slacker vibe from uh, Back to the Future? Did nah, you go? I, did you go uh, Breakfast Club? That okay. no, was really chilling. Morgan Freeman um, oh. from Stand by oh. Me. Oh. Stand and Deliver. Stand, Stand and Deliver. No, yeah, that's, 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 that's Stand that's by Edward Me. James Olmos. Yeah, Edward James Olmos. Okay, yeah. very good. Um, no, I you know I just, I didn't really man. I just went in there and it was like a cool little little script and it was you okay. know I I had to deal with a teacher who was also trying to be a TikTok star and he had left his headshots in the printer much like you left your resume yes. in the printer drill job that so happened had, it, right. that, it's amazing I, I got I had to I got out of KRCR TV alive <laughs> so I had to uh, that off. confront him and then introduce the new student who had uh, was born with ridiculously long okay. arms. So, TJ, are we on the yeah. Golden Globes next year? Next year, Golden yeah. Globes. TJ, this guy comes in and goes, oh, I, I filmed that in July. I didn't tell you guys about that? You did tell him. No. I say something uh, to me, TJ. No. I remember you saying something. <laughs> Rich, by the way, I have a present for you I got to bring. What do you got? I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to bring it tomorrow. That's a, You've got me on pins and needles. Yep. And by the way, I said... Is it, is it a Dallas Stars shirt? No. <laughs> by the way, did I say by stand way, by uh, me? I'm sorry. I meant yeah, lean, on me. lean on, lean on me. me. I mean, what was, uh, I don't know what's going on My hand is free. TJ, you're ready for the Golden Globes next year. Stop. Yeah, it was, it was cool. So shout out to those That guys. is cool, TJ. Okay, very good. Great segment. Uh, Mike Tirico is about to join us uh, on this program. Um, and then my power rankings, your phone calls at 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Dion Sanders, top of hour number three. And then Rex Lynn in studio. What a day. What a day. Fantastic. What a day. Fantastic. Uh, we, and again, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial right here to have a conversation. We do have time for you right here on the show. But Hour 2 with Mike Tirico coming up. Speaking of the Golden Globes, <laughs> uh, you know. Where are we going with this? Uh, here's, what we're go- here's where we're going with this. Did I'm going to win one next year? No, here's where we're going with this. Brockman and I are going to be um, hosting it. You know, House of, House of the Dragon, I, I, I did like. Okay, I did enjoy it. I know you bought. You kind of did. You you were done with the way that Game of Thrones ended. I, I need. I need a more. I need more runway before I had I every intention of watching tell it. You, but I, I have to tell you, I enjoyed Severance. Did you watch Severance? I did. Okay, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I really really liked it. And it was unique. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. And I thought the last episode of it, oh. I was truly on like one of the greatest last episodes yeah. of the first season of any show. Like it was up there with Lost. So good. Whoa. Okay. Um, the Crown is a tremendous show. As well, I love that. Ozark is one of the best shows I have seen. It's up, the, it's up there with all of my favorites. Didn't love the ending, dude. I, you know everybody, but you could say that about any show, any know, series finale. Know, it never, but, do, but yeah. I thought it, I actually kind of dug it. It's not easy to end a show, and then you, we all know how I feel about Better Call Saul. Well, Man, come best. on, that should have won. Ozark to me is up there with Better Call Saul. Uh, it really is. It's up there. House of Dragon won the Golden Globe above all those four other yeah. shows. And it's just like, come on. Come on. Whack. Come on. Yeah, the Golden these, Globes are kind of... I don't know. These, these Europeans. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> I, blame it on, I blame it on Europe. 
<laughs> I, I don't get that one. Yeah, Rich. I don't get it either. I don't get that one. But if, if anybody could beat Bob Odenkirk for the award for best actor, Kevin Costner did for Yellowstone. I mean, and he is awesome in that. Hour two coming up.